we're going to try one more time. I don't think you ever get something right until you get it wrong first. Um, I'm speaking to you in isolation from my home in London. Uh, my office is working furiously to try and get this to work. And let's see what happens. I wanted to express our thanks to all those who are fighting on the front line of COVID-19, the doctors, the nurses, the key workers, the support staff, the teachers, the people filling the shelves in our um, supermarkets and our uh, pharmacies. Um, there are a lot of heroes out there and they deserve our thanks. I don't know about you, but this is for me, a very scary time. The world is at war with an invisible enemy and lots and lots of people are feeling very, very anxious about the future. So if you are, you're in good company. Um, but at the same time, there have been some really extraordinarily good things happening. Um, Jewish communities throughout the world have been reaching out to um, the lonely, to the vulnerable, to the people who need help. They've done so very creatively using social media. And, um, you know, they've been doing people's Pesach shopping. You, you name it, the community has been there. Jews do community, do Kehillah exceptionally well. And we've seen communities creatively at their very best. Something else has happened. I don't know if you've noticed it. Probably you have. I tend to be the last person to notice these things. Um, and that is the sheer humor that is going around about what's happening. Um, I think probably everyone does this. Uh, humor is deeply connected to humanity. But I do think the humor coming out of Jewish communities and out of Israel is quite exceptional, really very, very funny. I'm not going to spoil any of it for you, but do look on the social media and on YouTube and connect up with some sources about it. And it solved for me a problem that I always had. Akadosh Baruch was absolutely insistent that the first Jewish child be called Yitzchak, meaning he will laugh. And until now, I always wondered um, what on earth Yitzchak had to laugh about. His very birth created a split in the family and led to the um, dismissal of, of, of Ishmael and Hagar. Then came the binding with its traumatic nature. And then in old age, he finds himself deceived by his son Yaakov when he wants to give a blessing of love to his son Esav. What on earth did Yitzchak laugh about in his lifetime? And then I suddenly realized this week that this name, this word, wasn't a sign for him alone, but for the entire future of the Jewish people. Because here we are in the midst of the worst health crisis for a hundred years. And Jews, not only Jews, but especially Jews, have been helping one another laugh. And what we can laugh at, we can survive. And that to me has been very, very beautiful. What we can laugh at does not hold us captive in fear. So please turn on all the humorous little videos on YouTube that you can find because they really do lift your spirits. And then there have been little moments like, I don't know if you caught this, caught 
on to this, but when I was doing my share last week, my little grandson Zev WhatsApped me, the first time this has ever happened to me in my life. Um, and I, I found that really thrilling. But this morning I was talking to beloved friend, uh, Rabbi Lionel Rosenfeld, who is the rabbi at the Western Marble Arch Synagogue. Of course, there are no minyanim taking place there, but normally on an ordinary weekday, it's it's not that easy to get a good minion there. This morning, said Rabbi Lionel, I had 2,000 people for minion on Shachris. Of course, he was doing it uh, through Zoom, I think, or through WhatsApp, or however he did it. Somehow or other, this crisis brought about the biggest ever weekday morning minion for the Western Marble Arch Synagogue. And I guess something like that must be happening around the world. So let us uh, listen very carefully to what the Gemarian Averovin Nundalad Amadalov says, Chosh Barosho Torah. If your head aches, study Torah. What does this week's parasha have to say about where we are here and now? And I want to share with you a very personal thought that speaks to me. And it is focused on just one word, the opening word of the parasha, which gives its name not only to the parasha, but to the whole book, Vayikra. And God called. Vayikra on Moshe, he called to Moses, and God spoke to him from the tent of meeting, saying. Now, I think um, you will know, or just take it from me, that if you look at the word Vayikra in a Sefer Torah, you will see that the Aleph, the last letter of the word, is very small. It's an Aleph Ze'era, a small Aleph. So the word looks like Vayikar. And Rashi, basing himself on a Midrash, says the following. He says, L'chol hadibrot, l'chol amirot, for all the times that God spoke to Moses, and all the commands that he gave him were prefaced by a kariya, vayikra, God summoned him. And Rashi says that is lashon chiba, that is an expression of, of love, of preciousness. And, um, but to the prophets of the nations of the world, and here he's referring to Bilam, it says vayikar, Elohim el Bilam, God just happened to Bilam. What Rashi is doing, and this is absolutely fundamental to what I want to share with you, is making a distinction between two words that look very, very similar. Vayikar, and he happened to, he chanced upon, and Vayikra, and he called. There are, in fact, or we can put it slightly differently, the Hebrew words mikra and mikre. Mikra with an aleph, mikra with a hey. Mikra means a call and mikra means pure chance. What is the difference between a call and a chance? That is the first word of Vayikra. And I suddenly realized many years ago that deep insight can be shed on this if we look at the end of Vayikra. The end of Vayikra, Pashas B'chukosai, 
contains a passage called the Tochacha, the curses. And a key word of the curses is the word keri, kuf, resh, yud. In bezot lo tishmuuli, says the curses, if you don't listen to me, says God, balachtem imi bekeri, and you walk towards me with keri, then balachti imachem bechamat keri, I will behave towards you with the anger of that carry. Now, what does the word carry mean? It's a very important word. It appears seven times in that chapter 26, the penultimate chapter of Vayikra, and it appears nowhere else in the whole of Tanakh. So it's clearly a key word. When a word appears seven times, that's a key word, but it appears nowhere else. So the commentators have to guess really because they, there's no clue elsewhere what it means. And so they say it means to rebelliously, overconfidently, refusing, um, hardening yourselves, etc., etc. If you walk indifferently to me. However, the Rambam says something completely different. And he says this not in one of his commentaries or in his philosophical work, but in the Mishnah Torah, where he's dealing with the halachot, the laws of a, of, of a public fast. And he says this at the opening of Hilchot Ta'aniot. It is a positive command of the Torah to cry and blow the shofar, the, blow the sound the trumpets on any tragedy or any distress that happens to the community. That's a biblical command to sound the alarm. And then he says, who this is one of the ways of tshuva, such that when bad things happen, you resolve to come closer to God. And then he says, and this is the key, if they don't sound the alarm, they say this just happened. Things happen. But tsarazu mikre nikrate, and this suffering is mere chance, then that is bad news. It's bad behavior. And it causes them to cling to their bad behavior. And that is what the Torah means, he says, when it says, that means I will, if you act indifferently to me and you see this as mere chance, then I will leave you to mere chance. What Rashi at the beginning of Vayikra is saying and what the Rambam commenting on the end of Vayikra is saying is the same thing. That there is a very slight difference between things that happen by chance and things that are in some sense a call from God to come closer to him. The difference is an aleph, and an aleph is silent. In fact, the difference is a little aleph, and a little aleph is almost invisible. But that is the difference between Vaikra and God called, and Vayikra, it just happened. 
And that is really how Vayikra begins and ends, saying, yes, in one sense, events are mere charts, in one sense. In the case of this pandemic, it was a viral mutation that was almost randomly caught and transmitted and, and has now affected a quarter of the world's population who are in lockdown as I speak. That is chance. But perhaps also, specifically in our isolation, at a time when we have the opportunity to listen to our soul, to our mind, to our heart in a way that we don't have at other times because we are so busy interacting with other people, perhaps also in our isolation, we can hear God's call, very quiet call, a little olive, almost silent. And he's asking us a question. Is there someone I should call? Is there someone I should help? Is there someone I should thank? Is there a prayer I should be saying? Is there a text I should be learning? Is there a mitzvah I should be doing? Is there something that I have been neglecting until now because I felt just too busy? And now that I am in this isolation, in this silence, able to hear, able to think of, that is what Vayikra means. It means an almost silent call, but which we hear at moments of loneliness. And sometimes the really difficult times are the times of growth. They don't seem so at the time, but when we look back, we see they were. And the help we give others at difficult times is a good deed that is never forgotten, ever. So I just think that it is worth thinking in these times. Can I somehow underneath this all hear that still small voice that called the Mama Daka of Hashem saying to me, use this time of being at one with yourself to listen and to hear and to heed and to do and to grow and thereby become strong by giving strength to others. Because it is not to Moshe Rabbeinu only that Vayikra God calls, but to all of us. May we hear and heed his voice. And may he hear and heed ours when we pray to him. Please end this terrible time and send a refor shlema to the chole amecha and to the chole olam, to those of your people and those of all peoples who are ill. Grant them a speedy recovery and grant us all the chance to re-engage with life again. Be well and have a Shabbat Shalom.